Hi, and welcome to Cali Formula One. My name is Jojo Joseph, coming to you from San Diego, California. Uh, today we're going to be recapping a phenomenal United States Grand Prix. This was a great race. This was one for the ages. Uh, it may not have been the greatest race of all time, but you got to see two amazing drivers give their best uh, over the span of a weekend, especially on a race day. Good, clean racing from both of them. Uh, and you got to see the best of what they have to offer. A masterclass from Max Verstappen, winner of the race. Masterclass from Lewis Hamilton, uh, coming in second place with the fastest lap. Both of them had interesting strategies from their teams. Both of them uh, had a chance to win. Uh, both of them had a chance to lose. Both of them came out and you know did the best that they could, and they showed why they're ahead of the rest of the pack. This is phenomenal. Um, uh, just a great, great, dramatic uh, way to have this race. Uh, I'm pretty thrilled because it's the home Grand Prix for me. Uh, I wish I was in Austin. Uh, unfortunately, that couldn't happen, but... Uh, for all my friends who ain't made it out there, all the listeners who made it out there, a lot of people that I've met online who are F1 fans made it out there, I'm so thrilled that you got to see an amazing race. This was uh, definitely one for the ages. I think uh, they're going to be talking about this one as a pivotal moment in the title fight. Uh, now, that being said, Max Verstappen did extend his lead. He's up to 13 points now uh, on Lewis Hamilton. Uh, I think this might be his biggest lead uh, throughout the season. He finally is back on... Uh, the number one spot after uh, that retirement in Italy and two second place finishes. Uh, <clears throat> he was able to get back uh, in the number one spot uh, and, you know, extend this lead. This was a great race for him. He started off on pole, lost the position early uh, after, uh, you know, everyone was talking about what's going to happen in turn one, what's going to happen in turn one. Lewis had a great start, got past Max. Max tried to squeeze him out. Uh, Lewis fought through that, took the inside and, and just went with it. And Max was second, and this is where their strategy came into place. They pitted early. I thought they had pitted way too early. He pitted a second time. Um, and then by the time Lewis pitted his second time, Max was able to take the lead. And this is where <clears throat> you get to see how great both drivers are. Because now this is something, you know, when Lewis came out after the second pit stop, many of us thought Lewis is going to track him down. This going not be a matter of if but when. Uh, and once he tracks him down, he'll probably have enough to get into DRS zone and cruise past him. We've seen Lewis Hamilton do that quite a bit, uh, quite, quite a bit. Um, on the flip side of it, we've also seen Lewis Hamilton, when he's in the lead, uh, just manage to nurse the tar and just, you know, make sure you get all those, get the right uh, oomph out of it. And then when it was time, he would drop the hammer, hammer time, as we'd like to call it, and then be able to extend the gap, uh, put more into the car, and you know, kind of sort of break the charge of the opposing driver. Well, Max Verstappen did that today. Max Verstappen, uh, once he came out, they knew that Lewis had pace. And instead of going all out, instead of sitting there and going, okay, I'm going to panic. What are we going to do? You know, what's going to happen? I'm going to start racing too hard or, you know, I need to break this gap. He said, okay, let me just get the best out of the car at this moment. But we're going to conserve a little bit here. We're going to make sure that we have just that little extra oomph. Um, and then once Lewis got almost into DRS range, Max put the hammer down, <laughs> you know, to use that, that term, he put the hammer down and was able to just continually break off that, uh, that gap. So Lewis could not get within DRS. And by the time Lewis did, I, I think it was, uh, one of the back markers that got in the way. Uh, it was just, there was just nothing you could do. If that, if the, if the race was maybe one or two more laps, yeah, that might be, we might be talking a different story. 
but it's not. It, it was exactly what it needed to be for Max Verstappen, and you're seeing racecraft. You are seeing a phenomenal driver, uh, and and his title rival, who's also obviously one of the greatest of all time. But you're seeing Max Verstappen mature into the driver we all thought he was going to be when he was 17 years old coming out. And he's gone through his fair share of lumps. You know, I defended him when people called him Crash Tappen when he was younger, and I defended him through, you know, all, all his growing pains and lumps and everything. But you've seen the last few years, um, he's really put his head down. Last year especially, the car was not even close to competitive compared to the W11 of Mercedes. But you saw him work on making sure that he stayed as close as possible, get the best out of the car. It was a learning experience where he didn't sit there and say, ah, I'm not going to win, but whatever. You saw him say, what can I do to win? Once I'm in that position, what can I do? And guess what? Today, you saw exactly why he is now in the driver's seat by a comfortable margin uh, for the world championship. Now, things could change. You know, we, we, we could definitely look and see <clears throat> who knows what happens in the next couple of races. You know, um, you know, there may be some horrible luck that falls his path. I hope not, uh, but it could happen. Uh, same with Lewis. It could have some horrible luck that knocks him out of the race completely. Um, but that being said, a 13-point gap, it, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good sizable lead for him. Uh, for Lewis Hamilton, you know, like I said, when you look at what he did today, uh, you know, coming into Friday, <clears throat> the Mercedes had uh, really great pace. People were wondering, but <clears throat> and I mentioned it even in the previous show, were they going to have something you know, uh, more power, were they going to come out and, you know, be able to blow everyone away? I looked at that on Friday, and then that, quite frankly, went away. Uh, looking at the car that Lewis had, um, you know, this W12 of his, it looked squirrely at times. It looked like it wasn't really up to up to par with what he's used to driving. Uh, but that being said, he got the most out of that car, uh, as he does with, with every car he drives, it seems, and was able to push it to the point where he was able to you know, get get uh, you know get a great start, uh, track people down. But the one person he couldn't track down was the one person he needed to. And uh, you know that's you know a different it's it, it's gamesmanship for for both of them now. But it's also a challenge for Lewis. You know he's he's not used to having a driver that driver that's on his level. He hasn't had one since I don't think Nico Rosberg. To be completely frank, not saying that these drivers aren't good. Not saying his teammate isn't good. But really, uh, the last driver to really really challenge him like this is. Has been Nico, um, and uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, one, two uh, in this race, like I said, Max Verstappen with the pole, Lewis Hamilton with the fastest lap. That really helps because it takes that one valuable point uh, back from from uh, the Red Bull team uh, and, and gives it to, to Lewis. Uh, but we'll see heading into Mexico what's going to happen. Uh, you know, your guess is as good as mine. Uh, all I know is that this has been one heck of a season so far. The best season I've seen since I've been following Formula 1, so I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, moving on, real quick, we'll, we'll, we'll blow through everyone else here, just because um, Valtteri Bottas um, finishing 6th today, um, you know, it took, a, it took a great penalty, uh, and this is again, I'm going to, for the next few drivers, highlight the difference between um, car and driver, because one thing I should say, you know, I was going to wait till the end of the episode, but I'm just going to say it now. Going back to Max and Lewis, because it kind of relates to Valtteri and, and Sergio. People like to disparage Lewis Hamilton. People are starting to disparage Max Verstappen. People disparaged uh, uh, Sebastian Vettel when he was at Red Bull. Michael Schumacher back in the day. Well, they just had the dominant car. They were just in a good car. It's the car. Really, you could put anyone in that car and they'll win championships and they'll win races and everything like that. 
that's quite frankly um, BS. Uh, I wish I could say what what BS actually means, but that's BS. And, and you could see that clearly with these next two drivers. Both are great drivers. They're both driving great cars. But when you see what Lewis and Max are getting out of their respective cars, what they're doing with their respective cars, as opposed to their teammates, it's pretty obvious that, yes, you could have a great car, but you have to be a phenomenal driver in order to, to get to that level. And like I said, with, with both Max and Lewis, they're getting so much out of their respective cars, whether it's the dominant car or a car that you really need to you know play around with or whatever to get the most out of it. They're both getting so much out of their respective cars. It's it, You have to sit there and take a step back and say, wow. So I don't care if you're a Max fan, a Lewis fan, or a fan of neither. The, the comments that people make, which you see them on Twitter, you see them on Instagram, you see them on social media, you know, it, it, it's it's dumb at this point. When you sit there and disparage and dismiss and say, well, anyone could drive that car. Oh, it's because of the car. You're labeling yourself an idiot because at this point you're, you're disparaging both drivers. Um, and you just have to look at their teammates. Their teammates are both great, both uh, getting great, you know, great uh, moments and everything, both doing really good, but not even close to touching the top two. Um, you know, again, when you look at, uh, you know, Valtteri Bottas, you know, um, started ninth on the grid, uh, finished sixth, uh, got eight points out of this. You know, for, for Valtteri, you, you, you know, you have to kind of, uh, you know, you, you see the difference where he was struggling to pass some people during the race. He spent a little bit of time behind people. He has struggled with that Mercedes to, to uh, when he's been in traffic. And today, no exception. He struggled at times. You know, he still got himself up into the points, higher into the points, and was able to get sixth out of it. But, you know, with that car and what it's supposed to do, comparatively speaking, you have to wonder if he could have done a little bit better. Sergio Perez, I'm not going to sit there and bash him because he had a wonderful weekend. He was dialed in about as good as any other driver. Uh, he really, really did a really good job. But there's still a gap between him and Max, let's be completely frank. Now, at the beginning of the race, he did give up that spot and you know, let Max go ahead. I think he should have been in second place because Max had a really bad start, let's be completely frank. But Sergio's been driving really good. Now there, but there's still a gap between what he's doing and Max's, what Max is doing. But that being said, with Sergio, this weekend he looked to be so on point. Um, but really, next weekend, man, the crowd in Mexico for him, that's going to be one hell of a party. And you know he's been waiting for this moment for a while. He has a competitive car. He's got a great teammate. He's got a great team behind him. Um, you know, he... <laughs> Expect fireworks from from Sergio Perez. He is going to come out swinging, and I don't think at this point he's going to be much of a teammate uh, for Max next uh, next race. Just because I really don't think he's gonna. I think he really wants to get a home win. I think he's going to sit there and say, "I deserve to get the best. I deserve to get this home win. I've been I've been fighting for this, and you know his journey. You know what he's been through, and you know the drama that he's had to deal with, uh, especially with the old Racing Point team slash now Aston Martin team where. He uh, unceremoniously lost his seat. So next, yeah, next, next uh, race for for Sergio, it's going to be uh, a special one for him. So you know the teammate ship, the gamesmanship, the kind of you know, hey, let me help you out, and I'm gonna race good too. I think that's gonna fly out the window. I think you're gonna see Sergio say, I'm gonna get the pole. I'm gonna get this win. This is gonna be about me. I want to get this home Grand Prix win, which is his right, which any driver wishes they could do. So. Excited to see what he does. 
um, and what what happens with him. Um, moving on, uh, you know, Charles Leclerc uh, finishing fourth, a great position for him. A bit of a battle between the Ferraris and the McLarens, like we said there was going to be, uh, with Valtteri Bottas stuck in the middle there. Um, Charles had a great race. Uh, he got out with a great start. Daniel Ricciardo finishing right behind him. Daniel had a phenomenal first part of uh, the race, uh, with uh, or the first lap, I should say. Um, tremendous, tremendous overpass uh, and overtaking, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, like you got to go back and look at the highlights. This was great. And if you, you got to love what Daniel did this whole week. <clears throat> As an American, I loved it. He really buys into this race. He loves this race. Now, granted, with, you know, Formula One, it's a big marketing uh, big marketing area for them. They're trying to be moving. They've been trying to move in. There's a reason why that next Netflix show, Drive to Survive, took off when it did. Liberty Media is, is an American company, and they have been trying to push Formula One here, and you see it's taking off. You've seen the crowds. You've seen everyone just filling up, um, and, you know, this was a phenomenal event for for F1 in, 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 in the United States of America. But Dana Ricardo, back to our drivers, was the one who really went full on with it. If you get a chance, if you hadn't seen it yet, definitely take out the video of him driving Dale Earnhardt's car. Uh, but here's a guy who really embraces the culture. He really embraces being here. I think eventually he's going to end up driving a NASCAR uh, once his uh, Formula One days are over. I don't think he's going to go Indy. I think he's going to go straight NASCAR and be a fan favorite in the NASCAR circuit uh, just because he is... Uh, really, really uh, loving the culture here. He loves it here in the United States of America. Um, and, yeah, if you've seen his antics from this past week, uh, you got to love that. But he finished fifth. Um, he's got to be very happy about that. Ahead of his teammate, uh, Lando Norris. Um, and, yeah, ahead of one of the Ferraris. So he, he was talking about taking the fight to Ferrari. He took it to Carlos. Um, they, they definitely tussled a bit. Uh, and then, uh, you know, he couldn't get out, close a clap with Charles. Charles was just too good for him today. But, Still has to be happy with that fifth place spot. Um, definitely, you know, he's got to feel really good about that and uh, definitely gives him momentum. I think especially looking back at his teammate who had his number at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the season um, and now you're looking kind of uh, at the other way around where, you know, he's had a couple better performances than uh, than his teammate. Um, moving on to, to Carlos and Lando, or Carlando, uh, finishing seventh and eighth. Uh, you know, Carlos... Tussled a bit uh, with a couple of drivers, uh, you know, with Daniel and, and Valtteri especially. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, I can't say he did a terrible job today. Um, he did a good job of holding off Valtteri, I think, when he could. But ultimately, yeah, he was the odd man out on that one. Lando, um, you know, he just started off in seventh, lost the place, and ended up eighth. Um, yeah, I'm not really quite sure because, you know, he definitely was the better of the two McLaren drivers, but after that second place, um, and then after that Russia fiasco, uh, where, you know, obviously, um, he lost out on, on his maiden win, seventh and eighth, um, again, not terrible by any stretch, but definitely not the form where he was a top five driver. So the second half of the season has been definitely rough, you know, the retirement, 14th, 10th, then he had that great second place, lost, uh, lost the victory, and then seventh and eighth, um, Definitely got to be tough for him. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if he's just the, the wear and tear of the season or he's just had a bad run of it, but, he, you know, he should be better than his teammate. His teammate's definitely been driving a little bit better, uh, especially after his win in, in Italy. Um, so I'm uh, not quite sure what's going on Lando, but they need to really, you know, maybe uh, 
you know, just regroup for him, his sake. Um, that being said, though, with, with McLaren, you, you got to look at them. They, they actually took the lead. They're up on four points on Ferrari. So uh, they did what they had to do to get ahead. And um, they're, you know, that's going to be a really, you know, obviously the, the world champion title fight is going to be very close. But that, uh, that three spot for McLaren and Ferrari should be a, a pretty a fun watch uh, as well. And also, it's actually interesting because this polling came out. I'm going to uh, segue into that real quick, where they did a pretty big poll just to kind of see who is the most popular and what teams do people like and everything. Max Verstappen, the most popular driver in Formula One, it makes sense. He's a young kid, or not? He's not really a kid. He's a young guy, <laughs> but uh, very, very supremely talented. You know, really well liked, very aggressive driver. Um, yeah, unless you're a Lewis Hamilton fan, uh, or, 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 you know, someone who just doesn't quite frankly, um, think that he deserves it, but he does. And, you know, quite frankly, he deserves the number one spot. If you've been to a Formula One race, or if you've been watching, you see, um, you know, all those Dutch fans, they're not all Dutch really, um, but, uh, quite a few of them are wearing the orange. So he's built up a really big fan base. Um, and I think part of it has to do with the fact that Lewis has been dominant for so long. People are excited to see someone else come in and actually challenge him, um, which I think Lewis embraces because he actually has a bit more of a fight on his hands and he feels like he'll learn it a bit better. But, uh, yeah, I think that people are really responding to the fact that there's a new kid in town who's really, really challenging. Now, the most popular team was McLaren, and a lot of it has to do with their two drivers. Now, McLaren overall has done a great strategy from Zach Brown on down, how they marketed the team, how they've <clears throat> really done a lot of great partnerships um, you know, this is Zach Brown's uh, forte, you know, getting the right partners, getting the right sponsorships, getting the right marketing. They're great. Their, their storytelling is great. One of the great things they did last year was when Carlos and Lando were there having their friendship, they really made people see that friendship between the two, Carlando, you know, and <clears throat> really kind of showed um, them off the track just kind of how they were and how they nat naturally just kind of helped grow that brand you saw this this year they're doing commercials here in the united states i, I don't remember seeing formula one commercials you know at all and now you're seeing mclaren do uh, you know commercials during american football games you know where they're saying like hey here's our drivers here's their global reach and showing them off and of course like i said you have two amazing drivers who both have great personalities both you know have their own viral moments for their their own reasons both really well liked so when you look at the marketing strategy behind the two uh, behind those two and behind McLaren, there's no wonder they're the most popular team. And they do the right things. Like, that golf livery, oh my gosh. Like, that was <clears throat> unbelievably nice. And it, it really, I mean, it just really built their brand, the fact that everyone was sharing what that livery looked like. And, and yeah, they're going to continue to do amazing things. So, uh, yeah, expect their fan base to swell up even more over the next uh, year or two uh, as they continue to do really, really great things. Okay, so back to racing here, um, going back and looking uh, at what happened. Um, you know, Yuki Tsunoda finishing ninth, started off 10th, um, made, up, made up a spot, pretty good for him for the rookie. Um, you know, he was, uh, made a Red Bull give him, gave Red Bull a little bit of a headache uh, by kind of not letting Max through toward the end of the race. But, you know, you can't fault him too much for that. I mean, he, he, he let Max through and uh, Max won the race. I think it'd been a little bit different. Lewis caught him, but that's nothing on Yuki. Uh, finishing in the points for the first time since Hungary. So he's he's had a little bit of a a rough go of things. So for him to finish ninth, he's got to be pretty happy about that. His teammate, on the other hand, had a rough rough go of things. Right before the race, they had the 
cover off and they were trying to figure out what was going on. They got him out there, uh, tried to do the best they could, but for Pierre, ended up uh, 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 ended up retiring after 14 laps. They're saying it was suspension problems. Started eighth on the grid, and quite frankly, I mean, just didn't quite have it. And that's disappointing for him. You know, like I said, here, here's a driver who, quite frankly, should be maybe not top five, but six or seven. Um, and he's consistently been toward that, but... You know, the last four races, retirement 13th, then he got sixth in Turkey, but then another retirement. So he's leaving points on the table. You could tell that he's probably pretty pretty upset about that. He, he thinks he should be higher, and I think he should be higher too. So a bit of a rough go for Pierre. Um, but, you know, for Alpha Tower, at least they got their rookie up into the points. Uh, Sebastian Vettel finished 10th in the points. The last uh, points getter for this race started off 18th with a... Uh, had to take a penalty. Um, he had a great qualifying session, got ahead of the other two guys who had penalties, uh, Fernando and, and George Russell. So, uh, you know, that was a little bit of a battle there where he made sure if he was going to be at the back of the pack, he was going to be at the beginning of the back of the pack. Um, and then, yeah, mowed people down. Uh, he actually has the most overtakes this season. Uh, next up is Fernando Alonso. And, uh, yeah, so those two uh, old venerable champions have been definitely putting in the overtakes on this year, and Sebastian definitely had quite a few, starting at 18th and ending up in 10th. Great start to the race, great strategy, put his head down, and uh, did pretty well. Um, moving on to uh, uh, through the through the pack and everything, um, yeah, a couple good moments, bad moments for the Alfa Romeo team. Antonio Giovinazzi, Kimi Räikkönen, Kimi had a little bit of a spin out there. Lance Stroll, moving on, Aston Martin. Definitely struggling a bit. Uh, not quite sure. Um, you know, he definitely doesn't have the chops that Sebastian has. Again, I don't know if it's the wear and tear of the season, but yeah, he, he's definitely not looking um, too good right now. Um, you know, the Williams team again. You know, George is leaving. He's getting good progress out of the car. Nicholas is doing better. But that being said, they still, uh, you know, did not quite have the paces. I thought they would, and to finish behind Alfa Romeo, that's definitely a little bit of a, a tough um, tough go of things. But we'll see how they rebound the rest of the year. Uh, hopefully we'll get a couple more points finishes uh, for, for George and or Nicholas. We'll see what happens there. Um, going back to Antonio, yeah, to finish 11th, um, you know, quite out of the points, but, you know, started off 12th, ended up 11th. You know, you got to give him credit. He's been driving not knowing his future, or he knows his future. There's not a lot to talk about it. So, you know, he, it's it, you kind of hope the best for him. Um, I don't know when the news is coming, whether he's getting he's coming back or getting replaced. It looks like he's getting replaced because why would you wait this long to announce it? You know, it sounds like maybe there are some issues for negotiating with his replacement or finding a proper replacement. But, um, but yeah, for him to finish 11th, you know, consistently doing good, I think he's going to end up in Le Mans next year driving, doing endurance racing. Um, but we'll see what happens with him. But overall, like, to finish 11th, good on him. Um, and then moving on, um, you know, we had a couple of retirements. Fernando Alonso started off 19th, was, you know, picking his way through the pack, but had to retire. His rear wing was damaged. Um, the word on the street is that the bumps at Coda, which it is a bumpy track and it seemed to get worse from last year, uh, did some, did just a bit of wear and tear on the cars and his car definitely got the worst of it. Rear wing failure, uh, had to retire after that. Esteban Ocon, his teammate also had to retire. Uh, a little bit earlier, mechanical issues. So for Alpine, it definitely was a, a weekend to forget. Um, and it stinks because they were both, you know, um, you know, Fernando had to take a penalty. He started off 19th. 
uh, Esteban qualified 11th and, you know, just had a terrible go of things. But, um, yeah, the, both both drivers should have expected more and really wasn't their fault either way, but definitely disappointing. And then finishing up, you know, the Haas team, uh, Mick Schumacher doing better than he should and then Keenan Mazepin, well, quite frankly, not really doing much as far as <laughs> earning uh, earning any uh, uh, any new fans, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, we are heading into – our next race, which is in Mexico, um, pretty exciting. We're, we're expected to, expecting the good things there. I'm trying to see what the what is the date of that. It's going to be November, so we have a little bit of a break. I, I was figuring they might go uh, <laughs> go and straight into race weekend, but no, it's going to be a little bit of a break. Um, it's also still going to be for everyone listening in Europe or Asia. It's going to be a nice time for me, so I get to enjoy it. I get to sleep in. Uh, for you guys, maybe it's not going to be as great, um, which unfortunately is, you know, not that great, but well, whatever. You guys could all suck it up. I've had to get up at 5 a.m., 6 a.m. for the European races, so you all could stay up a little bit later or get up a little bit earlier, but it should be a phenomenal race. Um, this is one of my favorite tracks. The atmosphere is great. I can't wait to go. I'm planning on going next year, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, I, you know, uh, I have a lot of plans to go to austin mexico miami and canada um we'll see if that happens or not i'm going to try my best to make sure that all happens um but yeah going back to this whole uh championship race wow this is this is shaping up to be um uh, a great great championship battle uh we're going to go to mexico next then after that brazil and some sao paulo then Qatar, which is going to be interesting because no one's raced there before. So that's going to be interesting. And then Saudi Arabia, no one's raced there before, uh, which is going to be a night race. Uh, I'm not sure if Qatar is going to be at nighttime or not. It should be considering maybe it's hot or whatever. And then Abu Dhabi. So this is the one part where I'm just kind of like, ah, Abu Dhabi is notorious for being boring. It is going to be, uh, there's not many overtakes. It's just a boring track. Um, and quite frankly, it would really suck if it came down to the wire and you're going to have a race where there's going to be hard to overtake uh, because then qualifying is going to be the most exciting part of that whole uh, that whole deal. And I really hope that's not the case. With the season we've had, we kind of deserve a, a few fireworks uh, uh, to end the season. So we'll see what happens in that regard. So, um, yeah, just kind of recap here. You know, we, we have a, t- a tight race here between two great drivers. Uh, if you get a chance to watch the replays and everything – definitely please do. It's going to be uh, worth your while to see. Um, we'll be doing a, a Mexico uh, preview. We're going to do it a little bit earlier uh, like uh, we've been doing. Um, as I mentioned, thank you all for the subscribers and listeners from around the world. We're up to 55 countries now, which is pretty phenomenal. Um, please subscribe. Please tell your friends, tell your family, um, and you let send feedback. I said the Instagram and, and Twitter links are in there. You could always DM and send messages and send comments and everything. And, you know, a few of you have reached out and said, hey, let's talk about this, like McLaren's marketing or Dana Ricardo and his Texas accent and everything. So, yeah, let me know if you are uh, have any comments or questions, and I'll be glad to answer them or, or hear them out. Until then, I will talk to you soon. Have a great week. This is Jojo Joseph, and have a good one.